This is Face the Music, an ELO song-by-song podcast. Episode 095, Ticket to the Moon. Remember the good old 1980s When things were so uncomplicated I wish I could go back there again And everything could be the same I've got a ticket to the moon I'll be rising high above the earth so soon And the tears I cry might turn into the rain That gently falls upon your window You'll never know What's that song all about? Ticket to the Moon is the fourth track on time. It's also my favorite ELO song of all time. In the liner notes for the 21 remaster of Time, Jeff Lynne wrote, Drama in Space. In the 1992 13th issue of Face the Music fanzine, Andrew Whiteside wrote, Taking advantage of the first natural break in the album, the melancholy piano chords of Ticket to the Moon float into hearing range. A subtle, well-constructed song, it makes good use of moon landing sound effects to add reality. In the song, our hapless hero has been given the ticket of the title, only to complain that he'd rather see the sunrise in your eyes. By this point, the listener can be forgiven for thinking, don't be so ungrateful, you moody git. On December 19th, 2016, Paul Elliott wrote for TeamRock.com, On ELO's 1981 concept album Time, Jeff Lynne pondered mankind's future and sang in a voice from a far-off age, Remember the good old 1980s, when things were so uncomplicated. But Time is one of the most ambitious records that Jeff Lynne ever created, a concept album in the classic prog rock tradition, based on time travel but with the influence of synth pop prevalent throughout and some wonderful songs including Ticket to the Moon. In 2017, Samsung used the song in their commercials. Hey Ren, wake up and see the moon! It's beautiful! Hi, I'm Eric Wensensen. And I'm Eric Paul Johnson. And suddenly we slow down after really a good barrage of songs setting everything up. It seems like even though he's still pining for whoever he left behind there, I guess the robot's not working out too well for him. <laughs> he is deciding to take a little holiday and head on off to the lunar surface. The song itself, though, starts off nice and slow and then builds up with that great ELO ballad style. Still a lot of the uh, synthesizers and everything courtesy of Richard Tandy. And I'm sure courtesy of Jeff Lynne in a lot of cases, too. It's still sounding like ELO actually meets the 80s. That line uh, about missing the 80s, I guess for some people that probably makes a lot more difference now than it did <laughs> then hearing it <laughs> yeah saying that we're uh only about a lifetime away from when his character ended up at this mm. point ticket to the moon it's moonlight sonata in space i don't know why i didn't come across this in any of the song facts usually they point out this song kind of borrows from this other song 
But I never saw anything about that this is Moonlight Sonata. Maybe because it's so obvious that it's that Beethoven song altered a bit so it's not just a blatant copy. But it definitely starts out like Moonlight Sonata, which seems appropriate since it's a song about the moon. Two, well, I don't know, two, three, four years before this album came out, Jeff Lynne was pretty much sick of working with the strings. And, um, yeah, eventually that goes away. But I don't want to hear this song without the strings. The strings add a lot to make this the mournful song that it is. That piano synthesizer solo, oh, that's that's just freaking awesome. And with Bevan's drumming. And there were quiet parts there where Kelly Groquette gets a little, nice little bass solo, which you don't hear many bass solos. It's a totally Stone Cold Awesome song. And you got some cool calm chat in there, which I always thought was made up in the studio. Just, all right, guys, I wrote down some calm chat. You guys say it and we'll fuss with it to make it sound like space calm chat. But apparently, and I found this out last year, it was taken from the first space shuttle launch back in April 81. And it was also released as a single, just not in the United States. Yeah. It kind of surprised me that, I mean, it's a really good song and everything. It's actually probably, I would say, the most recognizable ELO-style song mm-hmm. on the album. Because it really sounds just like an update of something that you would hear on New World Record or Out of the Blue. But it doesn't sound like... A hit single for 1981 it just seems out of place but then twilight didn't really seem like it should have been a single either yeah ticket to the moon doesn't scream single to me either even for a ballad i can't see it fitting well on the radio i love it it's a freaking awesome song as a single i don't i don't really see how it would work at least in america i wasn't in Ying- england back in 81 so i can't say for sure it's an album track oh it totally is no matter how you look at it i mean it isn't the changing of the decades or anything it's basically an album track and whenever you try to force an album track to be a single <laughs> it doesn't usually usually go so well yeah no it doesn't i first heard the album in the summer of 1982 i was 13 But when he said that the 1980s were so uncomplicated, I, being 13, kind of cocked my head and said, I I don't know about that. To me, TVs seem complicated. I don't know how they work. We got VCRs now. We can record shows on tape. That's crazy. And the news and it's uh, terrorism and the economy and gas prices, inflation. I don't know. To me, 1981 seemed complicated. Of course, I hadn't been to 2095 yet. I'll ask Madeline when she gets there if things are more complicated in 2095. But really, and George points this out in his best line segment coming up, the past is never uncomplicated. 1981, 2020, I think the only difference is the technology. We had terrorists then, we've got them now. We had war then, we've got them now. Politics is always a confusing mess. The economy was in the crapper then with inflation, and then we got employment. Today, the economy is changing because we got computers that can do jobs that people could do, and there's more of those coming in, and cash. Who uses cash anymore? Checks. Everything's moving to electronics, so every time period is complicated. It's just complicated in a different way. There's no such thing as simpler times. No, there's just people have nostalgia, and 
Sometimes I think the nostalgia is from people who weren't there. <laughs> a lot of times I believe that's what it is because I've had kids, well, I just call them kids, but they're 20s and early 30s. Well, yeah. I wish I lived back in the 80s when you had Ghostbusters and you had all this other stuff like in Stranger Things and you did all this stuff. And Okay, and my thought is, so, you need to know something suddenly. <laughs> yeah. Somebody asks you a question. How do you find out the answer? You have to call the library. <laughs> I pull out my... Dictionary. Oh. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes. What if you want to watch an episode of Lost in Space? Just any episode. I'd like to see the episode with the carrot. Well, tough luck. If it's not on TV, you're out of luck. And if it is on TV and is not the one, you got to sit through the syndication cycle before you finally hit the one with the carrot. So in the times where if you missed a TV show, you missed a TV show. You didn't get to see it later on, like later that night or an hour. It's gone. you got to wait for it to rerun. If it does rerun. Well, if I don't, can't use my phone, I'll check the internet on my... Oh. Mm, no, that's not going to happen, June. <laughs> yeah, no. What you'll do is spend about an hour typing in a program you saw in a magazine just to see a bunch of circles bounce around on your computer screen. Yeah, no, I get kind of nostalgia-y for like the 20s and I guess the non-war parts of the 40s. But I know full well it was not a dreamland of loose flappers and good times. It's... I'm white and I'm straight, so shout. Yeah, it probably would have worked out for me, but after not with that, that hair. No, that's true. Yeah, that's right. I would get beaten up from my long hair. So the past is never great. I get very yeah. nostalgic for the early '80s, 1981 to 1983, and I just think, oh man, I would love to go back there. But I always have to remind myself I had school. I hated school. I lived with my parents. I hated that. I had chores. I had to mow that goddamn lawn in Phoenix during the summer. I had bullies at school, but I also had great friends, and I had Jonathan Brammeyer, and I liked the music. So it's kind of like the early 80s were great. Uh, there are chunks of the early 80s that were not great. Yeah. yeah. Going back as an adult, that might be interesting, mm -hmm. but in the same way as that you visit another country, <laughs> knowing yeah. that you can go back <laughs> yeah. after you're done experiencing that other culture, because that's what it would be like, is visiting a completely alien culture. Which, really, that's what their protagonist in this is doing, is 2095 is completely alien to him. And no matter how welcoming everybody is, it's still going to feel like it's a completely different place. Got something to say about Ticket to the Moon? Then call the telephone line voicemail. 623-850-3375. Call now. Was it a hit or was it... Ticket to the Moon was released as a double A-side with Here is the News on January 9, 1982 in the UK. It made it all the way up to number 4 on the French charts. On the Irish charts, it made it number 17. In the UK, it made it to number 24 and crawled its way up to number 61 on the German charts. The song was covered by Giovanni in 2006. Alexei Korsen on his MySpace page in 2006 as well. An Elephant Armada also in 2006. Tuss Beelzebubs did a live performance of it as part of a melody in 2007. The song has also been sampled by Killa Priest on uh, the song Essential. And Ticket to the Moon How Appropriate by Donis in 2009. It was parodied by the Loons Till Death in 1984 as Ticket to the School. I've got a ticket to the school But I'd rather see me sleep 
It's time for a great line from ELO from this week's song. What's my line? Remember the good old 1980s? Former Beatle John Lennon was shot and shots were fired, apparently at President Reagan. When things were so uncomplicated. Space shuttle Challenger is destroyed. AIDS is now spreading. I wish I could go back there again. There has been a nuclear accident in the Soviet Western Everything could. That there be no sanctuary for terror. Be the same. Hello, this is Troy. Well, Jeff's got a ticket to the moon, and he's not happy about it at all. I think two things are going on in this song under the surface. First of all, Jeff is using science fiction with the Time album and with this song in particular to convey the sense of loss that one feels after the breakup of a romantic relationship. This is the way David Bowie used science fiction in the song Space Oddity, where Major Tom floating aimlessly in space was used as a somewhat forced metaphor, admittedly, to describe the pain Bowie was going through after his girlfriend dumped him for his best friend. Now, I don't know what was going on in Jeff's personal life at this moment, but I do think that is one way you can interpret the song, and I think it works very well. But on another level, I think Jeff may be issuing a cautionary warning about dependence upon technology. The first line of the song always makes me laugh. Remember the good old 1980s. The 1980s had barely begun when Jeff was writing and recording this album. But some of the many things that we take for granted now were beginning in the 1980s. Cell phones, personal computers, and the like. So Jeff projects that technology into a future world where everybody can get a round-trip ticket to the moon the same way you and I could get a round-trip ticket to London or Paris or New York City or Chicago. And everybody has a personal time transporter, maybe in their own garage, just like we might have a new car. And everyone has a robotic love slave. But they've become so dependent upon this technology, they've lost their soul. And I think Jeff may be trying to issue a warning about that. Sure, I mean, Jeff Lynn's no Luddite, neither am I. Technology's great, but be careful. Be careful that you don't become so dependent upon it that you lose your very soul. You lose your sense of who you are. If you want to see a good example of that beyond the Time album, watch the movie Metropolis or read Aldous Huxley's Brave New World. Here, they've got all the technology they could want and need, yet the people are lifeless. I'll talk to you next week. Gotta get my ticket to the moon. Bye-bye. Bruce and the scientists survived the gun battle, but they were arrested and taken to the prison section of Satellite 2. In the mid-21st century, the moon was obliterated by a meteor. It was quickly replaced by a man-made moon called Satellite 2. From Earth, it looked like the old moon. But as the shuttle got closer, that image gave way to a steel-plated orb with a red band around the center. Confusion during booking ensued when fingerprint scans showed no sign that Bruce existed. When he said he was from 1981, the officer thought he was crazy. Would Bruce get thrown into a late 21st century insane asylum? Like it? Hate it? What does Madeline think? I like the song. Wow, she liked it! 
Taste the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast, is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment, Assorted Deli Meets Amalgamated. You can contact us by voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at eloftmpodcast at gmail.com. Keep up to date on the show by joining our Facebook group and spread the word by sharing the link or giving us a quick rating on iTunes. You can financially support the podcast at patreon.com slash ELO pod. Next week, episode 096, The Way Life's Meant to Be. Take it to